Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by the Space-Time Continuum. The Space-Time Continuum. We exist. And also, who's to say it's not just a simulation? What is life? What is reality? My name is Jason. And I'm KJ. This week, we discuss where in the world is KJ not this week. And that kind of melds into a discussion about climate change and calendars and the shifting universe and some pretty unforgettable knock-knock jokes from the Fuse household. Knock-knock? Who's there? Real thoughts? Oh, no. And also, do we have a guest? Also, no. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback, plus a special announcement. All that, plus several conversational tangents. Good is up! In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what's up this week? Ah, good is up this week. Because today, right now, at this very moment, it is not snowing here. Is there snow on the ground? Yes, there's snow on the ground. We had a what is dusting the last night. The, te- the, the temperature is, pr- I didn't check this morning, probably 30. Well, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. It's April. It's like it's th- near the end 30? of April. 30, 31. Like Celsius 30, right? No. <laughs> Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit, yes. Okay. It was actually like 34 here like two days ago in Georgia. Well, it's been cold everywhere. Mm -hmm. Today, or yesterday, it got to 80, and today it's like 60 was the low. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a day, I think it was Monday, maybe Tuesday, where it was, the high said like 75, and the low uh, was like 65. For the day, like the predicted, mm-hmm. and the current temperature was 38, and I'm going... How's that going to work? Come on. <laughs> come on. What are we doing, meteorologists? Uh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Something's wrong with that picture. So, you still have snow on the ground after taxes were due. Yeah. We we didn't. A- actually, this is so sad. Um, we had... Most of the snow melted, except for like off in shaded areas. And you were sad that the snow melted. In no, April? this second part is about to come out of my mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then we had a blizzard on Saturday, and like it blizzard, dumped, blizzard. Yeah, it dumped 12, 12 more inches at our house. Oh, okay. And the yeah, Twin Cities blizzard. area got fifteen or sixteen inches. And in April. In April, and as I predicted last week on this podcast, or as Kornheiser would say, say I believe I had that, uh, the Twins game that I was supposed to go to that Saturday was canceled. And well, yeah. thank goodness, because I did not, I was not trekking up there and I did not want to lose, you know, I would end up having to, I would, no one's going to buy the ticket from me, so I'm, I'd be out that money. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, you were dressed like you were going to the, an expedition to the North Pole when it was 38 degrees. Imagine if it, you know, when it was below freezing yes. and it was 12 inches of snow. Yes, it was 28 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, it was would have been awful. And they would have been wrapped up like a burrito. Yeah, they waited way too long, in my opinion, to cancel this game because, you know, we have to leave kind of early because it's an hour away. Mm-hmm. And um, they waited and waited. And I... I'm like, come on, you know you're going to cancel this game. Just announce it. So finally they did, but it was way late for my liking. This winter, Well, there was no way you were going anyway, right? No, we weren't going to go, but uh, mm-hmm. it would have been nice to be able to use the makeup date rather than just lose out on the game if they decided to play it. Yeah. But it was actually worse up there than it was here. And we had 12 inches of snow and all sorts of activities were canceled. I think even some church services were canceled and they never do that. But the winter, I'm tired of complaining about the winter. I'm tired of winter. But this is just an example. Last winter, we hired our plow guy to come out here four times. Guess how many this year? Um, 27. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Give me a higher low here. Give me a chance. Lower. Why don't I give you a hint? Six. N- higher. I'm narrowing it down. Twenty. Uh, lower. I'm giving you a hint, and you're gonna you you'll get it right away. Nine times. Yes, Ferris Bueller. Nine times. How did I know that you were gonna say that? Because you know I know Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you hired him nine times. I hired yes. him nine times. Yes. Okay. I asked for a car. I got a computer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the YMCA was closed on Sunday. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go out. I got to get some exercise. So my, but my workout choices were limited. So I went snowshoeing on Sunday. I was going to say, you got a built in, you know, yeah. activity. I mean, I was planning on going running, but that wasn't happening. So I put my snowshoes on and it was completely quiet. As you might imagine, nobody's out. I saw mm-hmm. a few deer tracks, a few rabbit tracks, and, and, and a, ra- a, a, a robin who looked absolutely and completely lost. Like, he came well, back yeah. for spring just a tad too soon. You'd yeah. think he'd be safe mid-April. You would think. And this is what I've been, telling, been saying for several years now. We need to readjust our calendar. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I don't know about you, but here... Winter doesn't really even start until December or January anymore. I mean, it's like 80 degrees in October and November here, and it's 30 in April, so adjust the calendar. But what would you adjust the calendar? Like, you mean adjust the seasons? Yeah, you move it. You, you adjust it. We have, we have, look, I've said this a lot. We base our recording and our perception of time off of things that happen in the universe we are obviously wrong about some of this, and over time, we need to adjust and shift. That's why we have leap day, and that's why mm-hmm. we add in, you know, this this you know hour here, hour there, stupid um, daylight savings time stuff. Oh, wait, Just I thought you move. were on the side of daylight savings times now. No. All the time, all the time. Yeah. Daylight savings time, one hundred percent or zero percent. Yeah, there is yeah. no middle ground on that. You have to be daylight savings time one hundred percent of the time, or daylight savings time zero percent of the time. And why not? Just you know, do one hundred percent. 100% sounds better than zero. Yeah. But, you know, we need to adjust our recording and how we perceive, not how we perceive, but how we view and record time 
And it's important to, you know, keep track and number the days and number the months and the years and the hours and all that stuff. But we obviously have, are not exactly right on some of this, so we need to shift a little bit. What's the problem with that? Well, then we would have to admit that we were wrong as a people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, um, how can I put this nicely? Um, I think there's no shot of that not happening. So we might as well go ahead and do it and fix it. Think of the children. Think of the children who 20, 30, 40 years from now, maybe three or four generations, if the earth still exists in 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. Think about the when we're gone. And our children's children's children, think about when they are, you know, going to the beach in December because it's summer. And not, I'm not talking about people in Australia. I'm talking about people in, you know, northern hemisphere and where the toilets flush the right way. Or you're going to, you know, I'm going I'm going to go snow skiing in July. I mean, yeah. let's let's move the seasons or move how we or adjust how we, you know, say, OK, an hour is this and a day is this. I mean. What do we care? It's not like baseball records where, oh, no, stuff has changed. So, you know, all these records are invalid. Nobody cares. All we want to do is look at how we look at time and perceive it and how we record it. So moving forward, let's get it right. Let's get closer to right. I mean, come on. There We, we, we handled that problem. Yeah. Solved. But I- so ne- Because, I mean, really, haven't you noticed that fall and summer last later into the year than they used to? And it's almost imperceptible. But it's on a it's pretty regular now where it's warmer later into the year and it's colder. Winter seems to last longer. Mm-hmm. That like I've definitely April. noticed. I don't know if you've noticed yeah. that I've noticed, but I've noticed. Have you noticed? Yes, I've noticed. I'm not sure. So, I mean, let's it's not the calendar is not the all be all end all of right and wrong. It's we have people have made that up. So. Change it to make it right. So you're saying that or I... We're, or literally, it's going to be winter in July, yeah. you know, 100 years from now. So you're saying that I shouldn't be complaining necessarily that it's snowing in April. I should just be complaining that it's snowing. Um, like No, because here's the thing. It will eliminate the perception of, okay, exactly. we shouldn't have any more snow because it's April. It will make people psychologically look at it differently and view it differently, and that will change whether we complain about it or enjoy it. Yeah, and that's exactly what I, basically what I'm dealing with perception. right now. Because I don't, if it's December, I don't mind being yeah. snowed in. In fact, I yeah, like I it. I love different seasons. I like having four different seasons. I do I wish too. they lined up with the months that I think they lined up, that they yeah. should line up with. Because when I was a kid, I remember it would get cold around October and it would be done around January, February, certainly by early March. And now it's hot. It's warm. It's literally 85, 90 degrees here in October, November now. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Not here. But some, I mean, it's definitely warmer some, sometimes. But I mean, you know, people are. Our seasons have shifted. I can hear my crazy aunt already emailing me saying, you know, this has happened before where you've had snowfalls in April and May, even of up course. here in May. Of course. It, yes, of course. of course. But it's not but as it's happening, frequent. It's more regular now. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, and, that's what I'm saying. We need to. We need to. Look at this again. But my, my crazy aunt, you youngins, you youngins. <laughs> <laughs> but probably when she was when she was a kid, it was probably, you know, summer started in in May. I mean, maybe I'd like to know because she grew up in North and Dakota. Now it's August. So I don't know if that's the case. She's used well, to no, some snow what? in May in North Dakota, even when she was a little girl, I bet. Well, being from North Dakota invalidates all she would say about anything. <laughs> 
Ba-boom. I'm joking. Uh, yeah. I'm taking shots. Okay, so basically you're saying stop complaining. You're basically from Canada. Well, they're not far. They're not far. <laughs> basically you're saying stop complaining about the the winter and 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 embrace it be, and forget about what time of year it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I'm not there yet. It's the middle of April. I'm not. Oh, I'm done being snowed in. I'm just saying, if we would adjust it, it, it yeah. would it would fix it would it would handle a lot of that. Yeah, but it's all about me viewpoint. and how I perceive things, and don't mess with well, me yeah. in April with snow. <laughs> exactly. I don't want. I don't want it to be 30 degrees in the middle of April in I Atlanta. Know, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's that's equivalent to a blizzard of 12 inches of snow where you are. Yes. In April well, is it's 30 degrees in April in Atlanta. Yeah, I I don't know that I feel sorry if it's just cold for you guys. I mean, if you <laughs> well, were getting some snow, it's just weird. Yeah, it's it's all weird. It's everybody's experiencing it in their different layers mm-hmm. of weird or different uh, varieties of weird. Yeah, and part of it is we have are. part of it is the climate is changing, <gasps> partially because of the, the Earth is changing, and the universe is changing and expanding, and partially because. Humans are responsible for some of it, mm-hmm. and to say otherwise is seemingly idiotic from all the evidence. Yes, yeah. Because, because look, I I am not the person who thinks if we as human beings changed everything that we were doing, it would completely stop the universe from changing and our climate from changing. It would certainly slow it down so dramatically that it would be almost imperceptible. Yes. So, yes, we are responsible for the acceleration for of that. A, a lot of it, yes. Oh, yes. So, d- don't, don't, don't get me wrong that I'm like, oh, climate change, it's, you know, that's just going to happen. No, it's going to happen. We, are, we have dramatically accelerated mm-hmm. it by the way that we have done things and as human beings over the years, over hundreds of years, to impact it. Yes. But, <laughs> so, come on. To say we have no responsibility is idiotic. But the, the universe is changing. And expanding, and the fact that we can even see a you know small, tiny amount, incremental amount that is changing is you know miraculous because, well, it's not, not miraculous, not the word I want there. It's um remarkable. It's incredible, yeah, m- remarkable, um, because it's such evolution is such a slow moving thing. I mean, you're not going to turn around and say, hey, that fish just turned into a monkey. That that doesn't no, yeah. obviously not. <laughs> but anyway. What were we talking about? Well, um, well, I was going to ask you anything happening. We know it didn't snow in Atlanta. Anything else going on? Uh, yeah, actually, something happened to me this morning that I'm sure if you don't live in my house, you don't give a crap about. But I'm telling you anyway. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> my daughter, who is seven, has gotten on this kick for telling jokes lately. I think I told you the joke about it's funny to chickens and all that stuff. Yes. And I told you the interrupting duck joke at some point. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. So she's trying to tell more jokes because she enjoys making people laugh more than anything, I feel like, at this point, mm-hmm. which is good because she's actually has a great timing for things once she gets the, the ability to discern what's funny and what's not funny and why it's funny. Mm-hmm. She'll actually be funny. I mean, uh, she's funny now, but she'll be like, I think she could actually, you know, do something where she brings humor into whatever profession or whatever she does, whether it's, you know, music or writing or whatever. Um, so she's telling me this joke this morning and it's like, um, she's trying to tell the interrupting duck joke again. And she's like, so knock, knock. And I'm like, who's there? And she says, you know, um, 
Inforgettable duck. And I went, what? And she goes, quack, quack. And I'm like, no, no. So she doesn't understand that the funny part of the joke is you're saying interrupting yes. duck and then you're interrupting the person. So she doesn't get that at all. Inforgettable. And so, so I'm like, what you need to do is come up with a joke that entails you forgetting stuff because you can't remember the joke. So you're not being able to, you need to ter- steer into the skid, turn into your strength. And the fact that you cannot remember the joke will actually help you tell the joke. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> she says, knock, knock. And I said, who's there? And she said, forgetful octopus. And I said, forgetful octopus who? And she says, what was the rest of it? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's funny, but you're still, you need to say, I forget or people are not going to get what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, she's, she's on this kick of telling jokes like that. And my son who is 12 starts jumping in and he's like doing the same thing. And he's not funny. I mean, he's, he'll even say, he even said this morning, I don't have a sense of humor. And I said, you do. You just, it's different. People are different. People have different gifts and different skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to teach them is, you know, Know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, and then try to, you know, veer into what you're good. Try to stick with what you're good at and try to improve what you're not good at. And so he's like telling this joke and he's like, knock, knock. And for some reason to them, every joke is a knock, knock joke. There's no joke in the history of the world that especially her that that exists. It's not a knock, knock joke. Yeah. And so he's like, knock, knock. And I'm like, who's there? And he's like. Interrupting chicken. And I went interrupting chicken who and he just sat there and looked at me and i'm like you don't get it either <laughs> i said you have to interrupt me he goes okay i'll do it again i said he goes knock knock and i said who's there and he said interrupting chicken and i said interrupting chicken who and he says and i'm like come on man you're killing me <laughs> and so between the two of them we laughed for like 20 minutes this morning because they couldn't tell the joke, which then became the joke. Uh-huh. So then she picks up on it and starts and she notices that we're laughing and that I'm laughing at him when he messes the joke up. And he's laughing because he's like, I can't remember the joke. And I'm like, you guys are killing me. <laughs> and it's and we're having a good time. And so but she picks up on it. And so she starts messing up the joke on purpose. Mm-hmm. But she does it in a way that's so natural that it seems like she, it seems genuinely that she's forgetting it. And she like works that into the joke. So I was really impressed with how I think she's going to be like a comedian or something like that. She's, she's got skills. An actor. She's got skills. And so it, it was fun and we were laughing. And so that's kind of where I spent my morning laughing at those two knuckleheads. Do you, and do you at any point did you think that your kids might be running a conspiracy against dad and purposely missing these jokes to get your goat? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> you you give them you give them you give kids in general and particularly them way too much credit. Is it obvious that I don't have any of my own? <laughs> yes, in that in that respect. Because look, hey, I love my kids, and kids are kids. In comparison to adults, even the dumbest of adults, kids are morons. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't get it. <laughs> You'll get the rare one on occasion who's seven, between seven and ten years old who like catches on and is self aware, but it's a it's it's like brilliant stupidity is what I'm trying to say. Okay, it's they, they uh, will oxymoron. they will come up with stuff and they will say things that you know no adult would come to the conclusion of because adults are thinking too much or trying to be too self aware that kind of stuff. Kids are just let's say anything, and yeah. we'll just 
the stuff that comes the stuff they come up with is brilliant in its simplicity. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes, I. I but no, yeah. they are not putting me on. They they were trying to make each other laugh and try to make me laugh, and they were telling the dumbest dumbest jokes that it. I cannot. It was like seven or eight times I told her, okay, it's forgetful and then whatever animal you want to put in there. Yeah. And she would change the animal and then screw up the word every time and then be like, what, what was the rest of it? And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, that's funny, but <laughs> nobody else is going to get that. <laughs> well, they might get it if, if her yeah. timing and her facial expressions, they might convey enough. Her timing is hilarious. She, she would, but the thing that killed me is that she would come up with a different answer every single time it was like seven or eight times and she came up with a different answer every every single time and i don't know if it was genuine but it came across as genuine every single time that's funny so we found the joke that she you know is, is made for her forgetful yeah do you know do you know anybody else that's forgetful i can't remember uh, no i don't know anybody else who's forgetful i can't remember anyway can you what were we do saying? you remember what were we talking about I don't remember. Okay. I forget. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no robots. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no robots. We ain't robots. Well, I actually have a real thought this week. If you can thoughts. believe it. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess maybe it's more of, I need to know what you think of this, because I don't know what I, well, I, I think I kind of do know what I think of it, but I'll just lay it out. Mm-hmm. Is this first world problem, real thought? Yes, this is a what's first trending world. trending slash complaining? This is a first world problem <laughs> slash complaining slash what's trending slash, yeah. Slash we just wanted to make more music bumpers. Yes. Um, okay, so... The Hall of Famer and I are part of a group of um, the teachers and family have a health care plan. And then included in that plan is a f- sort of like a free wellness clinic. So only the teachers and the family members in the plan can go there. Yeah, and- it's health care. Yeah, but I mean, it's separate. So you can go to the regular clinic that everybody goes to, you know, with all kinds of different insurance plans. But then there's also this free clinic because our deductible right. is so high and the healthcare plan isn't that great. So they offer this free wellness clinic. Right. And it's kind of nice. Because I mean, honestly, they want to, um, this is financially the best solution for them. Correct. Yeah, yes. and so that, but it's, they want to keep you well, so that they don't have to pay any kind of medical bills. Yeah, and it is kind of nice. You you can go yeah. there for. I mean, it has benefits on both sides. Absolutely, yeah. You can go there for smaller things, like I just went right. and had a physical, and they did lab lab draws, and the everything is free when you go there. Right, but they and, ain't doing this just to be nice. No, I just want to make that clear. no, they're not doing it to be nice, but they're doing it to try to make you feel better for having such high healthcare costs for everything else, mm-hmm. probably. So. Yeah. Um, then you you can get medications for free. So I'll go there if I have if I think I have a sinus infection and I can get steroids or uh, antibiotics for free. That kind of thing. That's pretty good. Depending yeah. on it, you know what kind of medication they carry. Like I'm sure if you had expensive cancer drugs, they wouldn't give you those for free. Oh no. But <laughs> no 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 no. Okay, but 
recently I learned, okay, so let me make this clear. This is the point I want to make. There's only one provider there. Just one. Um, I think she's a nurse practitioner. So there Define are some things she can order and some things she can't. Okay. When you say provider, I think healthcare insurance like Aetna or No, Blue provider. Or well, there's only one healthcare person. There's only one nurse there. Nurse, doctor, whatever. But her, this yeah. person is a nurse practitioner. Right. So there's certain things she can't it's do. It's a nurse. Yeah. Certified nurse practitioner. Well, maybe the nurses might have some some qualm with what you're saying. So she's a registered Probably. nurse, a licensed practitioner nurse. Yeah. But this is a nurse that's, practitioner. That's, why, why, um, why do they have to continually define that? I guess it's more education. Yes, it possibly. is. Definitely. More training. That, yep. That's good. Yep. Um, it's, it's almost like they're looking down on nurses and saying, oh, she's just a nurse. I'm a nurse practitioner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's it's, different. And then there's the physician and the physician assistant, physical therapist, physical therapist assistant. Yeah, I. Yeah, you know yeah. how I feel yeah. about titles and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. you can do the job or you can't. Yeah, but the, if you, 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 then you get people that pose as doctors that aren't really doctors. You know. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, what I what I'm saying is I don't like it when. I go for a regular asthma checkup for my kid, and they say. Well, you didn't just see the nurse, you saw the nurse practitioner, so that's extra, you know, hundreds of dollars, and oh, she sure. yeah. is not as good at being, you know, what's it, bedside manner, as the nurses at this place that we go to, so it's like, I'd rather just see the nurse, because not only are you going to charge me less, which is a scam, but you, the, the nurses are actually better and more personable and care and actually listen to what I have to say than the nurse practitioners or physician's assistant. Just Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, that's a Come good on. thing you clarified that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, yes, if you have more education and more training, you should have a different, you know, job title. But don't don't think just because I did this, you should pay me more money. As far as the insurance or the doctor's office being able to charge more for a visit that any nurse can do. But because there was no nurse available or because you wanted to charge me more money, you signed me up with a nurse practitioner. Yeah. I mean, c come on. But, I mean. I'd like to know from our nurses out there, if we have any nurses. I think we do have at least one nurse that listens. Yes, Michelle a, Miller. Michelle Miller is a nurse. Um, I'd like to know the additional training that's required to go from nurse to nurse practitioner and from nurse practitioner. Is it nurse practitioner to physician's assistant and then physician's assistant to actual doctor? I think physician? so. I think that's the. Hierarchy. I'd like to know the yeah. hierarchy and what the training requires. Because if it's like I took, you know, 20 hours of classes one year, 10 years ago, give me a break. But <laughs> just to be honest, because, I mean, what does it take? You can go to like you have to go like an actual four year degree and then you have to go to like nursing school after that. Or is nursing in the actual, you know, uh, Bachelor of Science degree that you get and you don't have to any training after that. I'm sure you have to do some sort of residency or something like that. I'd like to know the steps to go from, hey, I'm in college, I'm a nursing student, which, I mean, probably 50% of the um, girls that I met in college, I mean, consider this is 25 years ago. <laughs> Um, well, not that long, Wait, but 20 years ago. I'm interested to see where you're going to go with this. 50% of them were, yeah, I'm majoring in nursing or I'm majoring in uh, elementary education or early education. Uh -huh. what, what is it? You know, being a teacher. And I'm going, it's like nursing was like the, 
I feel like I'm too smart to, or I feel like I'm smarter than these teachers, which is not correct. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I feel like it's that that was their, they were looking down at the teachers being like, oh yeah, she's in early education. I'm in nursing. I'm a nursing student. Or like, I'm pre-med. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know what? There's some I'm also pre-med. There, it means yeah. I hadn't been to medical school. I, it's right. before I went to medical school. <laughs> Well, I think pre-med is ridiculous. I think um, LPNs are two years of schooling, and I think oh. that can be done at um, like a community college. I could be wrong. RNs mm-hmm. are usually a bachelor's degree, nursing school, and then nurse practitioners go on for further training. Physicians assistants, I know because I looked at being one for a long time over physical oh, therapy. Cool. See, I knew you would know this. They, Some of it. Physicians assistants are considerably more school after a bachelor's degree, and of course. Physicians, you know, are a lot of schooling. It's like four years of medical school, right? And then like multiple yes. years of yes. actual on-the-job training, residency, yes. whatever they want to call it. And f- yep. physical therapist and physical therapist assistant is a difference of about three to four years of schooling. And that one wow, really gets me because um, we it, currently where I work, uh, all the physical therapists are females, but we have one physical therapist assistant who's a male. And all the patients always always say well um, let's just say his name is dave dave told me to do this and always undercutting what the women say to them <laughs> okay so never and mind these are, let me let me clarify these are these are primarily elderly people right yes yes so yeah of course they have the attitude and it was when they grew up i understand if a man yeah, said it yeah. I mean, that's wrong obviously yeah. yeah you're right but you know and the same thing goes for with the doctors versus the therapist yes. oh but the doctor said this i'm i'm sorry but a lot of times the doctor doesn't know anything about what they're talking about when you're dealing a hundred percent with, with uh, let, injuries let me, that i'm dealing with well also let me be clear the most of the time most of the time that from my experience the f- actual doctor physician is making educated guesses. It's well-educated guesses, mm-hmm. but they are guessing most of the time. Yeah. You know yeah. that time for when you go and you meet with the nurse in the in the triage or you they actually maybe give you a room or they bring you in to, you know, like, you know, to say, hey, what's going on? And they type stuff into the computer. You know, you used to write it on the chart. And then you go and you sit in the room for 20, 30, 45, an hour. Mm-hmm. You know why? They're looking stuff up. The doctor is Googling what's what's wrong with them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's not Google. It's 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 Doctor Google. Yes, Doctor Google. I mean, <laughs> Doctor Google. Therapists do it's that Dr. too. Bing. Like, okay, what's the best way that I could do this? Yeah, yeah, they're looking at your symptoms to say, okay, because because that's what they should do. Because no, not everybody can know everything. Absolutely, and I think the best providers. But I wish they would say that and be open and upfront I don't exactly know this. Let me look yes. that up. I'll be right back. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite doctor. Yep. That's the reason I go to the doctor I go to now is because every time I've been there, she's been like, okay, I'm going to take, and she will come in and talk to me for like 20 minutes and hear me out and let me ramble on about what's going on with me and let me complain about stuff. And then she will go, okay, let me think about this for a minute. And she will ask me questions and then she will go and she will look stuff up and she'll be like, okay, here's what I looked up. Da, 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 da. It's, I want a doctor who's a smart person. Who mm-hmm. thinks critically, mm-hmm. not that knows every single symptom and or problem just from the symptoms. Okay. I mean, obviously, they're going to narrow stuff down for you and figure it out. But just just be a human being. Yeah, it is. Just m- because you have PhD or or not even that. Just because what is it? Die. What's MD. the doctor one? MD after your name doesn't make you all knowing genius. No, it is my belief and my experience practicing 
is mm-hmm. that if you're the most open with patients and yes. say, I do not I do not know this, I will look it up and find the answer for you, is much more you get much more respect than someone who's like, No, this is what you got and we're gonna fix you. No, never yeah. say you're gonna fix somebody. <laughs> no. Ugh. Or try to pretend like you know everything. Right. And that you are you, there's no way you could be stumped because yeah. then they would No. People <laughs> Come on. I know. So this is my thing. So I, I, it's just from my personal experience, the nurse practitioners that I have met have this air of, and I've only met two of them or three now. It's a small sample size. Yeah, obviously. But I mean, there's only like three at the places that I've been. Sure. And it's, the nurses are like personable and, hey, how are you doing? And want to talk and da, da, da. And the nurse practitioners, the three that I've met have all have this air of, Yes, I am not a nurse. I'm above a nurse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just makes yeah. me want to go, stop stop being like that. And it's before I even knew they were nurse practitioners. It's it's not yes. it's not me putting that off it's not me reading that into their job title. It's it's the way that they carry themselves and it's obvious to me when they come in the room, I'm like, Who is this person? Oh, this person must be the doctor. And like, no, I'm a nurse practitioner and I'm like, Oh, here we go. So it's <laughs> Well, I can, I will say plain devil's advocate, I can relate to her. Yeah. Uh, it's usually a woman that's a nurse practitioner, not always, because they have had people that have, that I have experienced this too, like I just told you earlier. Well, right. so-and-so said this, and so-and-so is not even, a, I'm the physical therapist, I'm the one that sets the plan, he follows right. my plan, he is my assistant, yeah. but I never He's say doing what that. I, say. <laughs> I never say that, I just say, yep. Yep, he's he's smart, and I I agree we should do that. But you know, yeah. uh, and so I, I can see from the nurse practitioner she probably gets that a lot. Like, well, the nurse said this, and she's supposed to be making those decisions above the RN. So. Yeah, but she shouldn't. She shouldn't go into the conversation no, assuming she that I'm going to do that no, because I don't do that. No, she should not. I don't. I don't ever say, well, this person said da da da, da or I looked this up on the internet. No, that if I was a doctor or nurse or nurse practitioner. Any, the first time anybody said, I looked this up on the, online, I'd be like, next. Yeah. yeah. You can go somewhere else. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. So, you don't know. Don't self-diagnose. Don't do it. No. And, you know, this isn't even my, this is, we, we have gone off on a soapbox, but here's, I got to get back to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the nurse practitioner, she happens to be a nurse practitioner, and I've never had any issues with her. However. I mm-hmm. have recently learned that there until now until, <laughs> until now yeah I have learned that there have been complaints for quite a while because she refuses to issue birth control pills Wait a minute She, uh, she refuses I have to some issue questions. birth control pills Okay are you going to elaborate or should I start asking questions I will elaborate Now okay. I I didn't this I'll doesn't save my questions for the end This doesn't really affect me so that's could be why you know I haven't Notice that this has been going on, but it affects a lot of people. And if they they're supposed to go, this is their clinic. This is the clinic that they've been given to get stuff like this for free. For free. Yes. Yeah. And to clarify, this is not where you work. This is an action. This is where you are going to get your health care. This is not where I work. Correct. Your wellness checkups and stuff. Yes. Yeah. This is okay. not have nothing to do with my employer. Yes. Yeah. And. Come on, we know that this is, here's the excuse that she says, or this is what she says. I know where this is going. It's too complicated of a system to be able to offer birth control pills at this wellness clinic. Where, I'm sorry, but there are, 
at least 10 other cities in this state that offer these wellness clinics and all of them offer it. Um, okay. What? So let's be, she's doing this for religious purposes. There's no other reason. Yeah. And here's the thing. If that's your religious belief, get another job. Yes. I agree. I, I didn't think that that was even legal. I suppose she's getting around it by saying it's too complicated of a system. Well, it sounds like nobody has challenged her on it because I think even didn't like Hobby Lobby try to do this as part of their Hobby plan. Lobby is in. Yes. And I refuse and look, to shop hey, there, by the way. I'm, I, I go there. I don't care. I, I do. <laughs> I Look, they can do whatever they want. They can't deny they can they can their leaders and can say i'm not taking birth control you can't deny it to other people because of your belief is my opinion on that that's that's my opinion and she or, is being challenged and they are or don't of, run a business where right. you where you employ people yeah yeah and <laughs> only hire people i mean cuz look you ain't going to I don't think you're going to find enough employees that want to work at Hobby Lobby out there that are on your side with birth control or on their side with birth control. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's wrong. I, I brought this up mostly because she's the only provider there. These people have no other choice. They have to go somewhere else and they have to pay yeah. for an office visit and they have to pay for the medication. That's ridiculous. But when That's you're supposed to be able to get that stuff free and every other wellness clinic offers it, and then this lady is saying it's too complicated, that's BS. Yeah. Well, it's, it comes down to me for whatever your reasons are, and most of the time these are religious reasons, that's fine for you to do that for you and your family. When you start extending that to other people, the general public, that you are supposed to be serving that are legal things, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. If you want to, if I'm assuming she, uh, maybe I'm assuming wrong. I'm assuming she's probably Catholic. That's, pro that's my, and the other thing is that this is not a Catholic organization, like a St. John's hospital, for instance, this isn't even, uh, that was my next it's step. It's not is it affiliated. A, is it a, like a, no, it's like a okay. major company, like your Aetna or your former Aetna or Blue Cross Blue Shield. One of those, not that one, but one of those. They're this the ones like the that woman distribute in this Kentucky. plan. Yes, it does. And who refused to issue the marriage certificate to um, gay couples. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can't. When that, when she in Kentucky? Yes, yeah, I think she was in Kentucky. And mm -hmm. she was she shouldn't have that job then because no, that's part I, of her hey, duty. You believe what you want to believe yeah. when you start imposing your beliefs on other people from a government or a healthcare job or some sort of job where you have control over things in their life, their lives. That's wrong. Yeah, I mean, what's that's the, wrong. You can believe, and you should you should live your life however you want to live, and as long as it's not illegal, <laughs> yeah, let people do what they're going to do. But I, I didn't. You're know, not helping anybody. I think this is worse in the healthcare industry because the Hippocratic oath is do no harm. Right now, yeah. people could argue that not having birth control is not doing harm, but it might be. Some people don't take birth control just for the the obvious reason. Here's the thing. I'm assuming she's also against abortions. That would be my um, assumption. If she's against birth control, I think it's a pretty, you know, yeah. easy step yeah. to say uh -huh. she's also against abortions. Yeah. Then you are, <sighs> do you realize if you're denying people birth control that you are going to lead to some of them getting abortions? Yeah. Which yeah. from your own definition is worse. She probably doesn't care about that because she's a nurse practitioner and can't perform an abortion anyway. 
So she thinks she's doing her duty, carrying out her beliefs or something. You know, obviously I'm all, I'm assuming everything here because I don't, I just know that this has occurred and they have been talking about how they can fix this because it is affecting a good amount of people. Yeah. And, and Hey, look, just to be clear, I am against abortions too. Uh huh. But I am not going to run out and bomb a clinic or I'm not going to run out and try to stop anybody. If somebody asks me my opinion, I'll give them my opinion. I don't think birth control is wrong. I think birth control is a great thing. Yeah, but you can't, as a healthcare provider, be deciding what's right for people. A hundred percent. Yes, you cannot. You cannot. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's, if you that, start down thing. that road, then providers are going to say, well, I'm not going to treat this person because they're gay. I'm mm. not going to treat this person because they're transsexual totally. you or can't whatever. Do that. I'm not going to treat yeah. this person because they're black or Mexican. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying you, yeah. you can't or do that. Or female. Or female. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I am not going to go out and try to stop somebody from having an abortion. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes to me and asks me my opinion about it, I will tell them and I will tell them why. But it's legal in the United States. It's a legal procedure. It should be safe if it's going to be legal. Yep. Because I, from my beliefs, disagree with it. And I would be upset if, you know, I had to go through that with someone, you know, close to me. And like, I'm, I'm going to teach my kids this is what i believe and this is what we believe and you can make up your own mind here's all here's what we think here's why we think this way you know you you need to make up your own mind on some of this stuff but i am not going to go out and yell at strangers in front of clinics and be like or i'm not going to deny someone else their legal right to do stuff yeah yeah and Does I, that makes sense yes and i i guess i'm riled up too because this reminded me of, and we're going a little long here but i do want to i this reminded hey, me it's our podcast we do what we want yeah i do want to this reminded me of i've been discriminated against and and it's minor mm-hmm. but it's still discrimination look i'm not yes i'm not i'm not um complaining i'm a, a white woman in middle class America. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I was just discriminated against probably about 5 years ago on Etsy. What? So you Etsy. I I won't name the shop or the person's <laughs> name. Etsy, you know, etsy.com. I know what Etsy is. I thought Etsy was like, "Hey, we're free. It's all cool. Everything's yeah. great." Well, we're, not we're everyone. Not everyone. So, you know okay. how I send um spring cards to people and I yeah. make fo- Put a photograph collage. You know, a lot of people. Oh, I know where this is going. Yep. A lot of people. I've gotten, I've gotten several of those. those yeah. Are, those are cool. Like, I like, you do a good design. Thank you. So I, I, I do that. We do that in the spring, frankly, because we're, it's too, too, most people do it over Christmas and it's just mm-hmm. too hectic over Christmas. So anyway, do it in the spring. Yes. So I used to do it on Etsy because it was very reasonable and uh, their designs were kind of nice. And so I did it a couple years with this gal on Etsy. And then. The next year, we decided we were going to do a save the date card, and Etsy mm-hmm. was considerably cheaper than anyone else. So I went back to this lady, and she said, "For no. getting married, you mean? Is that for what getting that is? married? Save the date." Okay, so you, you, I'm, I'm too old and too out of. Yeah, touch save the date is Etsy a new thing. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Pinterest, save the date. Yeah. yeah. How and, about just? Uh, never mind. <laughs> we ain't got time to get into that. No, we don't have time to get into save the date. Uh, and yes. how about just say we're getting married? Save the date, and we'll get back to that at a future date. Yeah. Yes, okay. So it was going to be a save the date card, and we didn't want anything fancy, and it was going to be cheaper that way. So I went back to that lady, and she said no. And she didn't t- 
tell me why. Did she say, I was going to say, yeah, did she, she say She did why? not tell me why. But we went back and forth for a long time on email. And I just said, you know what? If you're going to do this, you need to at least tell me why. And you need to come out and say it. And I cannot remember. I think she finally did come out. Well, it's against my beliefs. To, uh, gay marriage is against my beliefs. And was she the one marrying somebody right, else, another right. woman? And she said, well, was, I'm not. That's the thing that kills me. That, that's, that, that's where it breaks for me right there. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. And so she said, well, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. And I said, yes, yes, you are. yes lady, you are judging. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are. 100% you are. So um, I just said, forget it. I already found somebody else to do it. Um, and I thought about, you know making a big stink about it, but I, I didn't. I just kept it in-house. And you know what? It's, it, yeah. That's called discrimination. That's not called yeah. freedom of choice of who you serve or mm. you don't hide behind religious beliefs. Religious freedom, yeah. Well, religious freedom is you personally can act and believe in ways that you want to for your own benefit. But if you have a business, you can't discriminate against other people. That's not religious freedom. That's discrimination. Exactly. And you know what? It sucks. And there's no place for it. I don't care what your beliefs are. You could believe that gay marriage is wrong or abortion is wrong or whatever. Yeah, right or wrong. You don't treat people any differently. It's not a hundred percent. That is that is that is exactly what I was saying before is look if you believe differently from me, we can have a discussion about it and we can have a, you know, um, grown up discussion about it where we try to understand each other instead of trying to win an argument or say I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead, we should try to understand each other better if you're on different sides of an issue with someone on something, especially big, you know, explosive issues like abortion, everything that we've been talking about. Yeah, because you and I, I mean, that's do, one of the bigger ones. We do differ on our yeah. di- on our abortion sure. views, but that doesn't mean that we need to attack each other. Or no. I'm not trying to win an argument. Yes. I'm trying to understand the uh, what people who differ from me in that or anything else, why they believe what they believe. Yeah. And still, even if you come to the point of where you're like, okay, this is what I believe and I'm not changing. And the other person is, this is what I believe and I'm not changing. You still cannot impose your beliefs on that other person right. and try to make them be like, well, you're, you're wrong because you don't believe what I believe. No, it, Look, <sighs> you if you are in a business that is serving, that has customer service is anywhere involved in there, you cannot impose your beliefs on the other people. I, I don't think at all, no matter what your beliefs are. I don't I don't if it's think legal, so it's legal. Yeah. So if you don't want if you don't want to do that, then don't run a business. And this woman lived in Canada and I'm like, are you serious? Canada, the whole country is legalized. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say, are you serious? Canada, the whole country's gay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But you know what? This, this woman, so I, I, was, I was good enough before I got married for her to take my money with obvious family cards. But as soon as marriage came into it, Oh, that's the thing no. that kills me. Oh, yeah, no, a, I can't do it's that. So It's such semantics yes. of marriage. I mean, come on. I, I, and I still I, have all these messages in my inbox, so I could reveal the lady's name if I wanted nah, to. No, we I'm not we going going to do that. Mm-hmm. It was a woman in Canada. <laughs> Narrow it down. <laughs> woman in Canada on Etsy. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so, thank you for letting me get on my whatever box I was on. 
your well, high horse. It's more than a soapbox, but it's a it, discrimination. No matter how little it's like or small, like a refrigerator small, box. It, yeah, or no, no matter how little or small or little or big discrimination is, <laughs> it it's not. It's bad, people. It's bad. <laughs> no matter how little or small. Yes. Do you know what small means? S- spell it. S M O L. Is that like this? I'm genuinely asking because I've seen people tweet that. I've seen like young millennials tweet that. Like, my, that's small. My guess is that it's a drunk Viking who spelled it wrong. Spelled school <laughs> no, wrong. It, it, I, thought it had, I thought it was related to being small in some way, like to the word small, uh-huh. but it's like, you know, different pronunciations or different spellings of words mean different, drastically different things. Yes. I should probably look it up on Urban Dictionary and they would tell me. I'm probably I've said Small. something now that some people out there are going to be like <gasps> shaking my old. No, it's not SMH. I know what that means. Okay, SM. Be like you know, like thirsty. Thirsty had a different meaning when I was 12 years yeah, old than it does yeah. today. Uh huh. Yep. I mean, I was thirsty when I was 12, but I was also just, you know, thirsty for water. <laughs> okay, what does small mean? Are you going to tell me? I was advanced me? for my age. I have no idea. I'm oh, asking. Oh, I I'm thought genu- you were asking. <laughs> no, I'm genuinely asking since you're younger than me and you, you know, run with the hip online Etsy crowd. Yeah, That right. you would know <laughs> what small means. I tweeted something yesterday and said, how meta is that? And somebody said something to me like, well, it's me- it's not meta that you wrote it or i don't know what they said <laughs> and i responded basically that i don't really know what meta means so i was gonna I'm say i'm not hip <laughs> oh okay just to clarify i know you th- thought this whole time that i'm hip but i'm not well i will i will wrap this all up saying but i got a call from a drunk robot this week whoa <laughs> really which is the complete non sequitur but here we go well i was talking about drunk vikings before it's a half sequitur. yeah that's true yeah okay right, so half, what is the call quarter sequitur so I got a call from this service company that's like going to come out and work on my air conditioner. Yeah. And you know, they, I schedule it's yearly maintenance that they come out and do on it and they call and it's a, Hey, and it's a, it's a robot, but it's a nice sounding robot that is like, Hey, we're calling to set up your appointment. Da, 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 da. And they talk for a few minutes and then they give the number that they're like, they're like, it's a, and it's a, it's a phone call. It's like, I picked it up and answered it. Okay. Which is stupid yep. of me in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But it, it did get this wonderful moment out of it. Okay. So I'm listening to this woman talk, and I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm waiting to, so I can write down the number, because they're like, hey, if you don't have time, you know, press one now to set up this appointment. And I was like, I ain't got time for this right now, because it takes them, you know, 20 minutes to figure out a day that they can be here, that I'm available, and that kind of stuff. You know, appointments, busy life. And so they get, she gets to the point where she's going to read the phone number, and I want to just play the clip because this is the first time I've ever heard. Okay. If you would like to schedule an appointment now, please press 1, and I will connect you to a customer service representative. Or please call our residential service department at 678-584-0108. At your convenience. Thank you. I was like, I've never heard a drunk robot get make call me before on the phone what is going on right there small the robot revolution has gotten so advanced they're they're taking days off and just drinking now and getting sloshed to make these phone calls have you ever has that ever happened before not to me what is going on no and i'm leaving the number in there because it's i like this company i'm not putting them down so if some people i mean i'll i thought about you know like bleeping out one of the digits Uh uh-huh 
so people wouldn't be able to call the number, but call the number. It's just the service. You're going to get an air conditioning company to set up their, you know, service. It doesn't matter. But (laughs) it just, I was like, maybe I should call and say, what's going on over there? Well, I think I know what small means now. (laughs) What? You know, how skull is cheers for Vikings and, and Scandinavian. Well, maybe it's small is the drunk robot, the drunk, the drunk robot cheer. <laughs> the drunk robot. Are you drunk too? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've I was never really had like, that happen before. <laughs> I can't. But what am I hearing? I thought I was. No, you didn't. I thought I was like having a stroke. <laughs> she, she, I was like, is this because I was listening to it in live real time on the phone and I'm going, What? <laughs> What is going on? So it said, if you'd like to repeat this message, I was like, yes, I would. And I hit repeat and put it up to the microphone and recorded it. So that's off my phone. But oh, that's I, funny. I couldn't believe it. I, I just thought that was funny. One, I laughed. Eight and <laughs> I think I listened five. to it like 20 times. It just cracked up every time. Yeah. It's just one of those things that hits you at the right time anyway. That's but good. I'm- drunk robots, people denying birth control. Yeah. It's a crazy world out there. Be careful. Yeah. Definitely be careful. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Why, hello there. How are you this far? Fine. Even then. Or morning. Whatever. Thanks for, um, listening to the podcast thus far. Hope you are enjoying in in it. One one zero one zero zero one zero zero. Woo. If you'd like to send us feedbacks, UHM. Oh, I mean um, email us at spkingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Whatever that means. Peeking at tangents. You enjoy a little bit of the noughties, do you? Anyways, I don't really understand all these fancy technology terms because I'm a drunk robot. I only understand how to party. A A A A A A A A. Oh, you can also Twitter us at www. Period. Twitter. Period. Com. Sideways thingy. Sp King of Tangents. Don't be small. Hit us up and let's have some fun. Shout out to all my hexadecimal peeps. One A four. You guys know what I'm saying. Do we have any feedback? Well, yes, we do have some feedback, but first we have an announcement. Oh, okay. I hope you're, uh, by the way, here's my announcement. Yeah. I hope you're saving plenty of feedback space for next week for that last segment we just recorded. (laughs) Because I'm sure we're probably going to hear about that. Yeah. Yep. You never know. Yeah. Um, What's the announcement? T-shirts. That's it. T-shirts. <laughs> We've already announced. <laughs> okay. We already announced our T-shirts one last week at the end of the pod and, and on social media or our socials, which is a term that I think is beyond dumb. The soch. The soch. I mean. I've social, heard people say that too. Social media is bad enough, but why do we need to shorten everything? 
Well, when I'm on social, yeah, I really like to make sure I'm efficient with my time. So, well, yeah. you know, Natch. the social is the best way to, you know, promote my activities. Natch. Yep. I mean, are we so lazy we can only utter one syllable at a time nowadays? Well, I like it to be small. <laughs> yeah. SMH. Well, that's three syllables. SMH wow. is three syllables. SMH, shaking my head. I could say that in the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress. We, we've made this announcement on our social media accounts, but we're going to do it here now. Um, what, what are we? An exclusive, first time, limited. Um, what else? What other words can we use there? T-shirt. Our, of our, our new Good Is Up t-shirts. We want to know if people are interested in buying the shirts. Well, we know people are interested. We want to know we, how many. We do, and we thank mm-hmm. you for those that have told us Absolutely. of your interest. And it's kind of like a pre-order, but you won't pay for the shirts until they come in, and yeah. then we ship them out. It's basically a way to guarantee you'll get your size because we're going to do a run of fifty, roughly. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we don't want to order twenty smalls and or smalls, and you yeah. get. You know, you you need an X or three XL. I mean, or we don't want to order ten three XLs when we only need you know one or two, or you know we need twenty smalls. I mean, it's we're trying to um, make sure you get the shirt that you want if you want a shirt. So yeah. we will still have some extra shirts if you don't put in for a pre order. Yeah, and I'm sure that um, we'll bring those to Jingle Fest. In Absolutely. fact, uh, Jenny Robbins, thanks, shout out Jenny Robbins, who said she wanted one, and she said no need to ship it to her. She will stalk us at Jingle Fest. Excellent. Yeah. So I think we're going to ship to U.S. and Canada. I'll trade you a shirt for some cupcakes. I How hope she makes cupcakes. Uh-huh. Those were great last year. Yeah, I ate they my were. fair share of those. We <laughs> took them back. We took the last two boxes back to uh, our hotel room, put them in the refrigerator. And, I know. Um, I never got we were a supposed lime to bring one. them down, and we ate them. Yeah, I never got the key lime. <laughs> and by we, I mean me and Jason's wife. Yeah. Now it's the the t shirts are going to be affordable. Um, but if you want a, a swagmaster, tells me that if anybody wants a three double X or four double X, they're going to probably be a few more dollars. Roughly, we're thinking in the $15 to $20 range. It just kind of depends on, you know, the order we place and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it should okay. be pretty affordable. And yeah. I think we're going to end up doing- We're going to make them as affordable as possible. Absolutely. Um, and I think- We ain't the... getting rich off of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're basically trying to break even. We're trying to break even. And I think the first run, well, and again, we want to emphasize it may be the only run. <laughs> mm-hmm. The color is likely going to be a dark gray or a charcoal. And probably men's style, yep. unless we, there have been a few that, you know, it's have a said, I want women's style, but if I don't, if I can't get it, I'll do this. But yeah, and we may be able to, we may be able to, if you, that's definitely something that to request. And if you want a women's cut or a different cut shirt, I mean, mm-hmm. just request it and we'll see what we can do. Um, we want a big shout out to Robert. Swagmaster here because he is really helping us a lot with this. Absolutely. And he's going out of his way to, you know, make this affordable and where we can come out and, you know, break even. So he's he's been doing great and working with us. And we all, you and I already have shirts. We do. We have the first. The first two went to me and you. Yes. And um, I wore mine out in the world. Uh-oh. Bowling. Oh, I saw that picture. And it worked well. 
It was a shirt, you mean? The shirt The shirt still works. <laughs> the shirt did its job. The shirt did its job. Um, Testimonial. <laughs> preach, sister. Yeah. And so This what shirt else? will save your life. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. Um, we'll probably do the payments through PayPal. So if, you're, if you don't have a PayPal account and you want to buy a t-shirt, you might want to set one up. Mm-hmm. We don't... We're not... This is a small operation. We don't have a shop online or anything like that. It's all... Basically, it's me shipping them out, people. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that's, that's pay, our operation. PayPal will yeah. probably be the easiest. <laughs> that's our operation. I put the design together. You ship the shirts out. That's right. And you know, you tweeted Robert some. Robert Prinson. You tweeted something out a few days ago now about mm-hmm. um, a contest we're running within this T-shirt thing. You want to talk about that? Uh, yes, we will be giving, besides the, the free shirts to the people who won the brackets. Yes. I think it's first and second place get first shirts. First and second place, right? yep. Matt Vogel and uh, Jeannie Byers. Awesome. So definitely, have they let you know what the, their they size? Have. And they have, awesome. yes. Um, very good. Have we? By the way, have we gotten everybody in on that that was getting prizes? Or nope. Are we, nope. They're, okay, well, it's too late now. What what uh, ended up happening is few of them went back in the prize box, and a few mm-hmm. of them were um, inc- inc- included in the winners that did let us know. So the winners uh, that re- did let redistributed, us... Redistributed. Okay. Redistributed, that's the word. So some of those people are getting more prizes than originally. Intended, Very cool. Originally Very cool. placed, originally laid out for them, originally mm-hmm. planned. That's the word, planned. Words. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. <laughs> so the in addition to all that, whatever we just said, the person who the first person to email us at speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com with every single Easter egg in the shirt listed out. Easter eggs related to our podcast. And these have to be specifics, mm-hmm. not just, hey, it's something about Oreos. It has to be specifics. Mm-hmm. of what the, what's on the shirt, in the shirt design, what's hidden in there, and some of them are not really hidden, What's and what relates to our podcast. And I'm not even going to say how many there are, but whoever the first person to email with all of those gets a free shirt. And so far, no one has emailed us, not even Mm-mm. a guess. Come on, I think this is a travesty, people. Just take yeah. a guess. And people have posted some stuff on Twitter about, you know, oh, I see, I recognize this. Well, that doesn't count. Email. Yes. Email. Because I don't, and we're not going to say, you know, oh, that's correct or that's incorrect or you got all but one of them. No, we're not doing that. This is a blind, this is let's make a deal. <laughs> the deal is you get the shirt by guessing it and you get nothing if you don't guess them all. Probably not and even There's, there's a quite a few, I will say that. And I, I, will, I will say this, I haven't told anybody about two of them. Yeah, which is why I think I should be eligible. <laughs> okay. You've told me I'm ineligible, but. If I don't even know, I should be able to guess. But I already sure. have a shirt, so I, never yeah. mind. Well, you could get another free one. Yeah. And give it to somebody. So, yeah. yeah. So, you're eligible. Okay. Email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Good. All right. Now, so let's get to our... Um, oh, for as far as if you want a t-shirt, you can email us. You can Twitter us. Well, that didn't sound right. You can tweet at us. Don't Twitter you me. You can DM us on Twitter. Um, no, Let's not do because we don't like but there we that just you can do you can text me personally if you have my number i don't care just let me know yeah can i bleep out yes because we don't want to mention it give them credit or okay. give them any kind of promotion okay that's fine <laughs> this is like 
<laughs> like they're relying on us. They might be our little podcast to give them any kind of promotion. <laughs> they might. But yeah, be. I, I just I just don't want to. I don't want to even say their name. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So let's get to our feedback first. A uh, um, uh, uh, fittingly, Mister Swagmaster Robert Colpeen at Did you R. say Colpeen. fittingly because it's a shirt? Yes. Okay. Did Did you catch that? Catch what? <laughs> Robert Colpeen at R. Colpeen. You have to listen to Speaking of Tangents this week. They, and he adds with a bracket, Jason and KJ. I'm glad he clarified bracket, that. that. We're on point with their editorial analysis. <laughs> we're talking about yeah. brackets. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, who else would it be? That's a, right. That was, that's a very funny in-joke from the podcast last week. Yes, it is. Um, and we have some clarifications. And first, from Adam Benson. Who has given us a <laughs> you know, has given us a clarification words? <laughs> we need to come, come up with a different on. word, a yeah. different label for clarifications because I cannot it's like say every it. week now. Yeah, and so this clarification is seemingly about the same thing for the last two weeks, and again today, Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic. Comic. Let me try this one more time. Dawson's Creek is not coming back. If there are any errors in this tweet, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he got it that time. Dawson's Creek is not coming back. Okay. There were errors before? I don't remember. Is he saying that we're not getting Dawson's Creek? I think that's is that what, what he's this saying. is. Yeah. <sighs> Way to lead us on there, Adam Benson. Small. Um Young Statman. I looked up small on Urban Dictionary, by the way. Uh-oh. Did I use you it appropriately? You have to look it up for yourself. Just now? Mm, no. Okay. I'll look it up. Young Statman, Luke Overby, at Luke Overby, with a clarification. The singer for the Twins opener was Dessa. She has solo, she also has solo stuff. Spell that? D-E-S-S-A. Okay. She has. Never heard of her. No, I hadn't either till opening day. She has solo stuff, but is also in a group called Doom Tree, and they have a song called Grey Duck. Is this way? <laughs> I have so many, uh, I was going to say questions, but comments is more like it. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, is she from Minnesota and they have a song called Grey Duck? <laughs> yes. All right. Get out of here is mm-hmm. what I'm saying right now mm-hmm. for that. Uh, secondly, Doom Tree? Is that like a... European death metal band? I have no idea. And but Devil you know what? Tree. Stat young man, young stat man included a YouTube video of Grey Duck if you know you want to look at it, which I have not nor will I likely watch. Are you looking it up right now? <laughs> I looked up Doom Tree. Can I read you the names? Yes. Of the people in Doom Tree? <laughs> Yes. Okay, I'm into this now. I might actually go and listen to some of their stuff. Because oh, they're going to be in Atlanta at a place that I've played on in in June. This sounds like destiny for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, here's they're they're a hip hop group. It says. Yeah, she's sort of a rapper slash singer. Okay. I remember them announcing her that way. All right, this is better now. This is this is I'm I'm more on board now. Okay. Um, members members of Doom Tree. Dessa, mm-hmm. P O S, P period O S O period S period. Okay. So, obviously, an a- initialization for something. Or yeah, yeah. Laserbeak. 
Mike Micklin, which seems like the only guy in this is using his actual name. Mm-hmm. Paper Tiger. Nice. Sims. And Cecil Otter, which sounds like a character from Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. One or of from one of your daughter's Muppet jokes. Things. Cecil Otter, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go down the river and, you know, get Cecil Otter's laundry and bring it back to the yeah. wash tub. <laughs> so are you Let's sing a song about it. Here we go. Actually, I am now going to. <clears throat> well, then I. Because they have free stuff on. Uh, no, wait a minute. That's Doomtree Records. I think you should listen um, to Grey Duck and let us all know. Yeah. Okay. Doomtree started as a mess of friends in Minneapolis, fooling around after school, trying to make music without reading the manual. The group had varied tastes, rap, punk, indie, pop, rock. So the music they made together often bore the tool marks of several styles. When they had enough songs, they booked some shows. This is the most generic, awful byline I've ever heard about a band. <laughs> when they had enough songs, they booked some shows? How yeah. about they opened their mouth and words and stuff came out and they hit record and recorded it and then they put it on the internet. It might be just as <laughs> effective as that byline. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe their music is not. Not everybody's a writer. No. Uh, uh, Fooling words. around after school trying to make music without reading the manual. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> but... um. <sighs> A song called Grey Duck, I, I can't do it. I mean, if it was Goose, I'd probably listen to it. So if it was Goose Goose? No, just Goose. Or Duck Goose? Duck Duck Goose. Hmm. Okay, now we're going to... Do you think... Wait a minute. Do you think that the song Grey Duck, since they are from Minnesota, they're a mess of friends from Minnesota, remember? Mm-hmm. Just fooling around just after fooling school. Just fooling around after school, yeah. Trying to make music without reading the manual. Do just you fooling think... around after school, trying to make music from a manual. It sounds like parents just don't understand. Yeah, it'd be fooling around after school, trying to make music without reading the manual. <laughs> you got you to gotta learn how to you know, twist and turn those rhymes. You, you, you couldn't be in a hip-hop group. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I okay. do not. Nor that. would you want to be. Like you said earlier, know your strengths and know what you're not good at. <laughs> know your weaknesses. Although that hasn't stopped me with some jingles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say on the opposite side for me is um, I- I'll take the opposite position of that in this debate and say um, I'm going to be putting out some hip hop songs at some point this year, Uh huh. which is probably a mistake, but it'll be fun. Um, I can't wait. I actually can't wait either because I'm interested in what it's going to sound like. But what, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Let's move Doom on. Doomtree. Yeah. Well, I was going to say there was something about, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. They're from Minnesota. So, and they have a song called Grey Duck. Could it be like, this is like National Treasure where the map is on the back yeah. of the Declaration of Independence. Their song, Grey Duck, unlocks, it's the key to unlocking all this stuff about Grey Duck. And they lay it out and they tell why Minnesotans go Grey Duck. This could be the answer that we've been searching for for months now on this podcast, years even, of wondering why it's Duck, Duck, Grey Duck instead of Duck, Duck, Goose in Minnesota. They could be the key to unlock all this for us. If so, that would be... Would that not be the fact that I saw Dessa at the Twins game? Yes. Would this not be some QE? Yes. Boom. Yes. I'm going to say and that is exactly what the song is about. looked it up and told us about it, and then we went on it. And I'm looking at their like Wikipedia entry. So 
Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't even have to listen to the song. I now know that that's the answer. Can I read you some of their song names? Sure. Spill Me Up. Okay. Grey Duck. No Way. <laughs> team the Best Team. Final Boss. Okay, well, song names aren't everything. Titles aren't everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> <No>, true. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with whatever title someone wants. Of course. But sometimes titles spill do. Spill me up. Yeah, spill me up. I don't know. Grey Duck is intriguing. I'm telling you, it's the secret. I believe it. You got to get the glasses with the different things, and, you know, and to view it at the right time at 2 p.m. on uh, Saturday from the clock tower. <laughs> with the Have you DeLorean. ever seen that movie? Isn't that, are you talking about Back to the Future? No, I'm talking about National Treasure. Oh, yes, I've seen National Treasure. When you said Clock Tower, it made me think of Back to the Future. Okay, we're going to move on from Dessa and Doomtree. Doomtree. One more clarification from James Cunningham via email, speaking of tangentspodcast at Mm gmail.com. Secession talk has been around for some time. (laughs) Texas has circulated a petition for secession in 2012. I believe that. There was talk about California doing in 2016 after Trump won the Electoral College. I would also believe that. So it's not unheard of. And I live in, and I live in North Carolina. So he's clarifying that as well. Because we were, you know, we were wondering, is it North Carolina or South Carolina? Yes. And then he says, they say you can tell when you cross the North Carolina-South Carolina border because the roads become unpaved. <laughs> I'm assuming he means that South Carolina is the unpaved road. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Eat it, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, from Except for Charleston. Yeah. Which and is possibly where Columbia. Young Statman lives. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, just into South Carolina, east of Augusta, Georgia. Where, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's a very specific place. Brad Weiss at one Brad Weiss. So you don't like combinations? Okay, got it. (laughs) And speaking of combinations, and this begins our food segment. Because, you know, we always have a food segment. Kim Wilson at Kim Wills 33 Mm -hmm. retweeted an article from something or, or someone called The Takeout. And the article title is this. How eight minor league baseball teams with food mascots got their tasty names. Hmm. And, and in her retweet, Kim tagged us saying this. It's everything speaking of tangents could want in an article, food and mascots. And then she <laughs> said, the Macon bacon is my favorite. Macon bacon. She's right. We talked about mascots a few weeks ago, and we always talk about food. So, yeah, of course, we, we definitely need to go over these. There are 10 of them. Okay. Um, is Macon, is that Georgia? Yes. Okay. And is, it, is, there, is there logo or an indoor mascot? Um, two pigs getting it on. <laughs> I would love that, but see the problem is okay. Let me bring up. The I totally article. would not put that past like a minor league baseball team. No, let me bring up the article here. No, they do not show a picture of the. That's a that's a fail. They do not show a picture. Oh, how does how do you write an article and not use the logos and and like pictures of the logos? Oh my god! For this kind of stuff. So there's someone that. Posted a comment at the very bottom, mm-hmm. and it is a picture of two pigs getting it on. 
See? Making bacon 100% organic sizzling since 69. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that cannot be the real. <laughs> no, that can't be. No. Okay, so yes, Macon, Georgia. Um, yep. Let's see. It's called Macon Bacon. I'm just going to read you this paragraph. While the people mm. of Georgia do love their pork, um, the name of the newest team in the Coastal Plain League was born from a much more 21st century approach. The online voting contest. Oh, boy. Perhaps relieved that a community vote didn't leave them with a team named Baseball-y McBaseball Face, the Bacon Front also asked the people to name the mask the team mascot. And added parenthetically, obviously a personified slice of bacon. Yeah. In the end... A- oh, here it is. In the end, the people decided to name him Kevin. <laughs> 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 With what? With bacon mania kicking off on June first, the city, which lies in the center of the state and is known as the heart of Georgia, may no, it is not. Well, they're doing as this someone from Georgia. They're doing this not for from a certain Georgia, reason. but has been here for the last twenty years. They're playing on the heart of Georgia, saying they may have to watch its cholesterol. According to the Fire team spokesperson, fans can expect an array of bacon centric concessions. Oh, here's another the, one from Georgia. The logo looks ridiculous. It is a piece of bacon of with eyes on arms and legs swinging okay, a baseball bat. So it's not swine getting it on. No, it is not. Okay. Well, here's a good one. Savannah Bananas. Savannah, Georgia. Yep. Uh, Georgia isn't really known for its banana production, but with a name as snappy and appealing, and they put that in parentheses afterwards, sorry, Okay, beyond firing the person who wrote this, now punch them in the face. Now listen, I use that exact pun in one of these, the ends of uh, outro credits in the podcast. And your point is? That it's funny, appealing. Okay, I'm looking up the trophy. I'm just going to ignore that. I'm looking up the trophy for the Macon Bacon and Savannah Bananas. They're, they play, it says they play each other 16 times this season. The biggest rival, yes. Yeah, the series winner, the winner of the season series, whoever wins most of those 16 games, gets the trophy. Guess what the trophy is. The The golden spork. You looked it up. Well, I'm reading it right here. I'm reading it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, the golden spork. And the person who wrote this article also failed because they cropped the picture where you can't even see the trophy. It cuts the t- top three-fourths of the trophy off in the picture. Well, we're reading I- different articles. Oh, this is on the Macon Bacon oh, actual okay. website, their official website, and it is terrible. Well, I'm not going to read them all because some of, you know, we're running long, but this one I think I'd like. Fresno Tacos. Pacific Coast leave, and they're part of the Houston Astros. They're obviously in Fresno, California. This is what they say. Is Fresno Sac- known for tacos? No, but I think I'd really like this. There's no alliteration. There's no no, but wait till you sense hear. in that name. Wait till okay, you go hear. Ahead. From Sacramento to San Diego, the taco is one of California's iconic foods. And on every what? Tuesday home game since 2016, the Fresno Grizzlies turned themselves into the Fresno Tacos in a celebration of that holy holiday called Taco Tuesday. A two-day taco truck showdown hosted by the team has also become one of the biggest, the city's biggest summer events with more than 30 taco trucks rolling into town to earn the title of best taco. I want to go there for Taco 
Tuesday trucks. Taco Tuesday and Wednesday, or is it Taco Monday and Taco Tuesday? I don't know. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I think I'd like the tacos. This is a terrible minor league baseball promotion like it's it's a good idea mm-hmm. because people are going to people like people tacos like food in general but it's a terrible like the pr people at these these baseball clubs how need about this some one? work the hillsboro hops hillsboro oregon like beer hops yes or is it like a bunny is the logo no it's beer um arizona diamondback team mhm uh Oh, the Macon Bacon founded in 2018. Yeah, pretty new. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, Portland boasts the largest number of breweries in a single city, so it's no surprise that its suburban minor league baseball team celebrates the area's booming agricultural and economic outputs. As such, the team is cheered on by a hop cone inexplic- inexplicably named Barley. What? 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 That's what that the- seems. That seems to make the most sense out of any of this so far. And what they added in parentheses, Fuggle, would have been a more appropriate and cute choice. I, I don't know what Fuggle is. Do you? F-U-G-G-L-E? I'm going to guess it means um, the same as Fuggly. Oh. And then they say no. promotional. Fuggle's an actual word. Is it something to do with beer? No. Oh. Fuggle. To act as a guide or a model. Okay, well, then I don't know it. I have never heard of that word in my entire life. Maybe some of our beer people will be able to explain why Fuggle would have been a better choice than Barley. And Barley, as a name for a mascot that's an actual, like, beer hop? I mean, maybe Barley and Hops are the opposite, but it's still related to beer. Maybe Fuggle is related to Hops. I don't know. We're going, we're going deep in this thing right here. And then there's the Modesto Nuts. <laughs> to fuggle. To act as a fuggleman. <laughs> this is on merriamwebster.com. To act as F-U-G-L-E, a fuggleman. F-U-G-L-E-M-A-N. I am using that word at some point It's soon. time. It's time. To, we, fuggle <laughs> needs to come out more in the, in the world. Fuggle. Well, yeah. The word fuggle. Okay? Fuggle you. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to act as a guide for you. That's yes, I mean. you are. Now, I'm yeah. going to skip. There's a, the Mode- Modesto Nuts. But here's one. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have one question about Modesto Nuts. Yes. Is it a squirrel? Number one. As the, low, as the mascot. Um, no. And number, and number two. Is it anything at all that could be perceived as something anatomical? Even as a, like a hidden joke in there. Um, I don't. They have three mascots. I don't have pictures uh, of them. Al the almond, Wally the walnut, and Shelly the pistachio. You have to see. <laughs> you have to see this walnut mascot. Okay, is it? Does it answer your question about referring to anything anatomical? N- no, but it is terrifying. Okay. Well, oh my! Gosh. I'll have to pull that up. You. Oh, and you know what else the Modesto Nuts do? This is very kind. The Modesto Nuts, throughout the season, host several peanut-free nights for those people with nut allergies. Oh, boy. And the in-park sales of peanuts are temporarily suspended. See? They get, you know, they're getting everyone, they're considering everyone. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Now, here's the, the last one I'll read is 
very disappointing to me for a couple of reasons. Number one, okay. the name of the team. New Orleans Baby Cakes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is this that crazy looking king cake yes, baby it's named that for the New king Orleans cake. uses? So first of all, that's a terrible name. New Orleans Baby Cakes. Yeah, I agree. And um, it's in Metairie, Louisiana. It's got to be a French name that I'm butchering. A French Cajun name that I'm but- butchering. So, so what's the name of the team again? The New Orleans Baby Cakes. Okay. So it's in New Orleans. Um, no, it's in this Metairie, Louisiana, which is probably a suburb of New Orleans. So false advertising right off the bat. Yeah. And um, affiliate of the Miami Marlins. Okay. Now we know that it's named after the baby cakes in the king cake, or the babies that they put in the king cakes. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Their mascot. Okay. Um. Here's what it says. Named after the traditional Mardi Gras suite, the New Orleans baby cakes bring NOLA's heralded food culture into the stands. In addition to game staples like hot dogs and nachos, the concessions at the baby cakes home at the Shrine on Airline at the Shrine on Airline include po'boys, gumbo, rice and beans, and jambalaya. Now, all those are great, and I would love to eat any of those at this game. Then it says, if you really want to let the good times roll, you can rent a hot tub located in right field with a great view of the game. All that's fine. I don't really need to sit in a hot tub ever, let alone at a baseball game. But there's no king cakes. You don't even offer king cakes at the... Yeah, that's Come bad. on. Name yourself the New Orleans Gumbos. And, and have a mascot the, of Gumby. Like, you yeah. know, for a while I confused the two. Gumbo. Yeah. Well, you don't know what their mascot is? Is it a baby? It... That would have been better. It looks like a rat crossed with a beaver, which <laughs> apparently is a nutria. Beaver. Um, a nutria. His name is Boudreau. Okay, well, Boudreau the nutria. I. By I'm the way, they're doing auditions. They're 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 currently having auditions to be Boudreau the nutria. Awesome. Maybe I'll to go down the, there. Wear the costume. Yeah. So, uh, Kim, thank you for this article. This has made me very happy to read through these. And it makes oh me re- reminds me that I really do enjoy minor league baseball, and I should try and go to minor league baseball games more often. Yeah, I have a, uh, there's a minor league team for the Braves that's here relatively close to where I live, in the general area, uh, outside of Atlanta. And it, um, they used to be the Gwinnett Braves, which made sense. Mm-hmm. They recently changed it to the Gwinnett Stripers. Stripers. And it's a green fish with black zebra stripes is their new logo. Okay, well, I understand that. And I am never going to a game again. Well, I understand that 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 might be a stupid mascot, but I appreciate... That's a terrible mascot. I appreciate the effort to get away from Braves, and I wish that there would be some more of that in the pro sports. Wait a minute. Redskins. Wait, wait. wait. It's a big difference between Indians, Braves, and Redskins. Okay, fine. But the Braves. As as someone from that has a lot of Native American heritage, I'm not, you know, enough to to claim on tax returns or anything Uh like that. Yeah. But give me a no. Redskins is offensive. Braves is not offensive. No, Braves is not offensive. But you know what? The tomahawk chalk has to tomahawk chop has to go. That's can be borderline offensive. I, I don't see that as offensive. Redskins, I mean, that'd be like 
I, yeah, the Redskins is awful. I agree. Rough. But that's that's the and worst. The Indians one. is the Indians the, mascot. The, the Indians mascot the, the is terrible. The caricature is, and they're. I think they're getting rid of that. Then they get rid of that this year or next year. I don't know. It's, but it's gone. You know it, they, it's either gone or gone soon. And so I'm good with that. Braves is, it's, it's like that's a that's a good thing. I understand. Yep, and people will say that about the Chiefs as well. Yeah, Chiefs is fine. But get rid of the chance. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm fifty fifty on that. I, I, you can't. But here's here's the you can't have Redskins anymore. You shouldn't have had that in no. the last ten years. No, and the 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 mascot of the Indians has got to go too. And you know, did yes. you did it's you gone. hear how the mascot of the Indian they released on Jackie Robinson Day? The mascot of the Indians, Wahoo, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Chief Wahoo. And then on the uh, on the side of the hat, it said Jackie Robinson Day number forty two, and it was they were marketing it on their website or on a, a site to sell, and it was on the site for I don't know, you know, let me just say five minutes, and then took taken down right away. Well, yeah, let's you be, can't do that. Let's let's promote our you know racial equality in with one way and be insulting to Native Americans. Yeah. At the same time, mm-hmm. on the same hat. Yeah, you, yeah, can't you can't do that. You can't do that. Okay, so moving away from another controversial topic, we have cut. We have really gone deep this week in those those kinds of things. This is not controversial. We are running long, but we must this this we have to. Say We've been this. short last couple of weeks. We got to yeah. make up for it. Um, a Twitter account named the Wine Wankers or Wonkers, W A N K E R S. How do you say that word? Do you say Wankers or Wonkers? I'm not saying either of those words. Wankers is how I say it. At Wine Wankers. They tweeted a picture, actually more like a painting, I guess, of of two people that appear to be pouring some wine from one container to a larger container. And it appears to be sort of in medieval times, so they're wearing medieval clothing. I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, written over the top of this painting is is this. Uh Quote, but, B-U-T-T, quote, was a medieval unit of measurement for wine. Technically, a buttload of wine is about 475 liters or 126 gallons, end quote. Wow. Well, our friend Ed Butt at EDB 1947 retweeted that post and he tagged us and said, some of us get a buttload of wine every day. Hashtag wine. (laughs) Tonight, (laughs) mine is a 2012. I shouldn't shouldn't even read this because I'll butcher this too. Dobbs Patricia Dobbs Patricia's Cuvée Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Now I found that peanut nowhere. <laughs> peanut peanut nowhere. Yeah, that's how you say that. Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. So, first of all, this made me laugh. Yes. Um, but do we think this is where the term "buttload" is derived? Like, I, she got a buttload of this, buttload of that. From this Probably. medieval term for wine, measurement for wine? Probably. Pretty interesting. So not only is Ed Butt making a pretty clever joke here, he's learning us. <laughs> Educa- edumacation. Yes. So my question about this is, you know, like most of the terms for measurements and things like that, and even people's like last names, you know, Smith came from, you know, you know John Smith came out of John Blacksmith. Mm-hmm. John the Blacksmith, so it just shortened to John Blacksmith, and then it was shortened to Smith. That kind of that's how you got that's how we got last names. Okay. Yes. In most cases, yep. or where you're from, that's you know Jason of whatever. 
that's that's kind of in that's where you get the van and the duh and all that stuff. Yeah. The, it, well, in the Scandinavian culture, Peter's mm-hmm. son would be Peter's son. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. Okay. So I mean, that's 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 kind of how terms evolved. And the same thing for measurements, where you know, horsepower or how many hands high is this thing was literally the average man's hand you know, stacked on top of each other to measure stuff because, you know, there weren't universal weights and measurements. Yes. You know, all that stuff didn't exist in the Middle Ages. So my question is, did they get this from how much wine a person <laughs> could hold in their colon, the average person, and that was a buttload? I think that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so my next question is, who's drinking that wine after they measured it out? Yeah. Well, you know, people buy coffee beans that have been Yeah, that yeah. those crap those cats have crapped out. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I would very put expensive. It, yes, they are. So are you paying extra for money that extra money for wine that's been ran through somebody else's colon? Is that what you're telling me? I'm paying a buttload of extra money. Yes. <laughs> Before anybody accuses us of, us of being wankers, we better just sign off. <laughs> well, I mean, don't assume anything. Yeah, because that only makes. What? Makes wine? Yeah. You a buttload. A buttload, yeah. Yeah, a buttload. That's interesting. It is. So thank you for sharing that with us, Ed. That's very cool. I, had, I would have never thought that. No, neither. You have anything else this week? No. Uh, I think that's okay. good. Uh, if you want a t-shirt, let us know. Yeah. That was a buttload of content anyway. Yeah, it was. Enjoy or not. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Costume design by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of mascots and food, when we were talking about that earlier, I forgot to read the name of the team that has perhaps one of the best uses of those cannons they use at sporting events to shoot souvenirs into the crowd. One of the best uses that I've ever seen. And that team is the Montgomery Biscuits out of Montgomery, Alabama. As one of the first minor league baseball teams to embrace a non-traditional name, the Biscuits have gone all in on game days. The Biscuit Bunch runs around the field with a biscuit cannon, shooting the quintessential southern snack into the stands while concession cards hawk biscuit sandwiches and biscuits and gravy. The team is cheered on by an anthropomorphic biscuit named Monty and a biscuit-loving monster named Big Mo. That is fantastic. Sign me up. Give me the biscuits. But I will say, when you're shooting biscuits into the crowd, why on earth do you even need mascots? Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.